Listener Production. Why this week's important for upcoming interest rate decisions. And as the famous sporting commentator would say, it's gold, gold, gold for Australia. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Craig. It's the 15th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Craig James, our chief economist. What a treat. Yes, into the lion's <laughs> den I, I trudge, you know, sort of hopefully, you know, sort of make some sense you know, as I go along. Well, we're lucky to have you on today because you're, as I said, the chief economist. You've got the long, long, plenty of experience when it comes to economics and markets. So uh, we'll go through yes, some Yes, I'm key- old. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. I didn't want to say that, Craig, but, um, you know, I'm old too. Anyway, it's been an interesting week or so for markets. We've seen the ASX 200, which is a number he quoted a lot in the media. It's one number that represents how the 200 biggest stocks on our market have done. Has barely budged for a week, but today up a tenth of 1%, so very little movement, and it's going to be a very busy week. So in the next few minutes, we'll be looking at... uh, what we saw across sectors today, some of the key movers, both up and down, and then we'll preview some of the main things that we should be on the lookout for as well today. Now, as far as what we saw across the different sectors today, we actually had most managing to improve reasonably strongly. In fact, uh, there were only two sectors of the 11 that went backwards. The financials, easily the worst, and that was mainly because of two stocks, ANZ and Macquarie the sixth and seventh largest stocks on our market. They both fell ahead of their dividend payments, which they'll make in early July. And today was the cutoff for basically eligibility to those payments. ANZ's paying the bigger dividend, I guess. That's why it's down 4%. And in Macquarie's case, it was down a little less than that as well. The mining sector was mixed, but there was one area that actually managed to stand out. Well, it was the gold sector. The gold sector really stood out. You know, So you go through the, the top 10 uh, rises on the market, and you've got stocks like you know, Sayonara, Bellevue, Northern Star, they're all doing very, very well today. And uh, if you look at the All Ordinaries gold sector, which is a subsector, it actually rose by 2.5% today. So it really blew all the other sectors away. There is an outsized gain. And it's been the case for the last you know few months where gold miners have been some of the best performers, partly because of uncertainty around the world, bank failures going on, that generally has seen gold prices getting closer to that record level, and that certainly has helped in a big way. But if we look at some key stocks on the share market today, what was one that really caught your eye? Well, Elders really caught my eye because it was down so much. Mm. It was down by 13.3%, and it came out with its uh, half-yearly result. And uh, the underlying profit, $82.8 million. Yesterday, previously, it was 133 or almost $133 million. Uh, the profit was down, well, it almost halved its statutory profit. You know, they've had some tougher times, uh, softer conditions in terms of the livestock sector, unseasonably wet weather and uh, weaker crop input prices. Um, so the, the annual profit expected to be down over 18% and they cut their dividend. You know, so that's mm. not good for shareholders. Dividend cut from 28 cents down to 23 cents. And another stock that received a lot of attention, we mentioned gold at the outset, uh, Newcrest Mining, the largest gold miner in Australia, the fourth biggest miner outright locally, and the 19th largest company on the Aussie market. Plenty of attention because it's just agreed to a near $29 billion takeover offer by a US-based company called Newmont, which is even bigger. And this was a sweetened offer. So this would make it, as long as it gets the necessary 
shareholder vote and it gets mm. through regulators, yep. it would make it the largest gold producer in the world. Certainly will. Certainly will. And you know, sort of uh, gold is very much in favour for a number of reasons. One, it's harder to find gold at the moment. Mm. The exploration costs have gone up significantly. But as you say, there's so much you know, sort of bad news around the place, including the debt ceiling crisis in the United States, mm. and that gold price has been you know, sort of motoring higher. And Aristocrat Leisure was in focus as well today, the poker machine game maker. Yeah, Aristocrat certainly in the news today. $1.5 billion bid to, to buy US Neo Games, which is one of the online uh, lotteries institutions. And the bid is US $29.50 a share, 104% premium mm. to its share price. And uh, the other thing that Aristocrat is pushing forward with is the on-market buyback. You know, so it's currently you know, in place. It's increasing that by $500 million to $1.5 billion. And uh, that buyback really extends out to a fairly long way out to, to May of 2024. So they use cash that they've got on their books to buy the shares back, and that can, can help the share prices live Indeed. sometimes. Yes. Uh, another stock in focus today was actually Invocare, which we don't talk about very often, but it's the largest cemetery and funeral home operator in Australia. It's behind well-known names like White Lady Funerals, Simplicity Funerals as well, it received another takeover offer as well, a sweetened one, $2.2 billion in cash from a group called TPG Capital, which is an organization that tends to buy lots of different companies and then spins them off and, and sells them later on. So they've got five weeks now of due diligence. They'll be looking through the books and then if they do decide to make I guess, a binding agreement in writing, then the Invocare board said that they would be open to backing that. So that's why we saw Invocare lifting about 12% today, certainly one of the big winners. And another stock which we don't tend to talk about mm. too often you know, is the PACT group. It's in plastic and metal packaging and it's lowered its uh, full-year underlying earnings expectations to between 142 and 147 you know, million. Back in February, it gave guidance of 156 million, so it's a little bit short of you know, so mm. that guidance that it provided back in February. But tighter economic conditions, softer demand around Asia and New Zealand, and Pack Group shares down the order of 14.1% today. 14.1% yeah, lower, and that drop in profit expectations as much as $14 million. So the shares have uh, certainly taken a big hit. And finally, PointsBet was another that was in focus. Um, you might Think of Shaquille O'Neal perhaps when we think of PointsBet because he's done a lot of advertising for them globally over the years and I believe he's got a small stake, if I'm not mistaken, in PointsBet as well. But down 21% today and this is after they've agreed to sell the US business to an outfit called Fanatics in a deal worth $222 million. So this ends the ambitious expansion plans that PointsBet had in the North American market where they were spending tens of millions of dollars on marketing. So one of the biggest losers on the smaller end of the scale as far as the size on the share market, but certainly still a big hit to the stock. Let's move forward. Let's look at what's ahead because it is going to be a pretty busy week, isn't it? It is a busy week and could be a very influential week mm. as you previewed right at the start yes, in terms of interest rates. So tomorrow we've got the Reserve Bank board meeting minutes and uh, we'll go through those with the usual fine tooth comb and yes, to see if we can find anything new in terms of what the, the Reserve Bank is saying, but we have had the interest rate decision. We have had the statement of monetary policy. We've heard ad nauseum from the Reserve Bank, but we'll go through that tomorrow. We have the small matter of Chinese economic data, mm -hmm. what's called the data dump. Yes. It's basically, you know, so everything you want to know about the Chinese economy, mm. you will know in, in the space of a day. 
So it's got retail spending figures, industrial production figures, you know, it's investment, unemployment. So that's coming out. The United States has got similar activity data coming out on Tuesday, retail sales and industrial production. But as we mentioned right from the very start, yes, it's all about interest rates and two key figures which will be coming out on Wednesday, the wage price index. And then on Thursday, the job figures. So super important. Exactly right. And those Chinese figures are, are interesting. And it's something that's a bit different about China compared to, say, Australia, is that they do tend to take most of their key numbers and they release it all at the same time. I'm sure economists like yourself really are pumped about that, that you get to look through millions of pages of, of data and spreadsheets to try and make sense of things. But one of the reasons why that's important for Aussie investors is the last two to three weeks but a number of indicators on our largest trading partner's economy, and they've generally fallen a bit short of the mark. And that's one of the reasons why commodity prices have fallen and why mining companies haven't done particularly well. And as far as wages and jobs, Wednesday, Thursday, as you point out, would it be fair to say that the stronger these numbers are, the more the market might be concerned about rate hikes? Because at the moment, market seems to be thinking that could be it potentially for interest rate moves for most of the year. Yes, well, the wage price index, we're looking for a bit under a percent gain for the quarter and 3.6% for the year. If that was the outcome, that mm. wouldn't be such a bad out- outcome for the Reserve Bank. They say that you know, a sustainable level of wage growth is around about 3.6%, if you assume 2.5% for inflation and around about 1% for productivity. So you add those up and you get around about 3.5%. So it wouldn't be overly concerned about that. The job market tightens too much on on Thursday. That would be a concern, you know, to continue to get tight conditions, upward pressure on wages, concern about, you know, sort of prices. But the expectation is job growth around about 25,000. The unemployment rate creeping up a little bit from 3.5% to to 3.6%, nothing dramatic. But yeah, that's very much in the spotlight you know, in terms of are we going to get further interest rate hikes ahead? And, you know, sort of we will get in the space of, the, of two days, we'll get you know, probably the information that we need to be able to make that decision. Because we've had 11 rate hikes in a year and the cash rate, which is important for what we pay in home loans, other loans, businesses pay on their loans, hasn't been higher in 11 years either. So this is that weird time, isn't it, when good news on the economy, on jobs being added, the unemployment rate being low, wages rising, could actually be bad news for the market later this week. Yeah, we don't want too much good news. (laughs) And uh, really what we have had in in recent times is a bit more choppy, as you say, in terms of the Chinese data. It's sort of like in sport, you know, so where you've got momentum, if you've got momentum up, then you've got, you know, some good guidance about, you know, where that team is going. In terms of the economics, it's very much the, the same. If it's choppy, you know, so investors are undecided, central banks mm. are undecided about you know, so where you're going. Well, Craig, great to have you on the podcast today and massive week ahead. So I'm sure we'll be discussing further to see how share markets react. It's been great. Thank you very much. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.